is the Havala Kennington podcast, and I'm Havala Kennington. I'm so excited that you're listening today, and I have something I want to share with you that I believe is going to help you wherever you are. As a mom and a wife and someone who runs an organization as well as travels, I oftentimes get questions that are fielded at me about how I run my life. How do I keep margin in my life? How do I stay refreshed? How do I stay present in my everyday life? And one of the greatest ways I do that is I keep core values, things that allow me to keep my yeses strong and my noes clear. If you're in the world for very long, you'll understand that everything is pulling at us. Everybody wants something from us, and that's a good thing oftentimes because if you're gifted in any measure or you are filled with a lifestyle of love and connection, people want to be around you. And so oftentimes they'll want to pull from you. But those around us that we love, the ones that we want to get to, oftentimes will get the least from us because the most demanding will get to us. And so we've got to have really healthy boundaries. So one of the great core values that I keep in my life that helps me, I like to say, is I like to stay in my own lane. And what I mean by that is if we're in the life highway or driving down the highway of life, one of the greatest distractions is that you would change lanes. That the person next to you is maybe killing it in one area. Maybe they're gifted in one area or they've got uh, an ability to gather people or have a strong voice or have uh, you know, a way to gather or connect or maybe they're the ones that grow a huge organic garden or they're the ones that are the CEO over here or they're the ones that are writing the book, the bestseller, or they're the ones that seem to have their house immaculate and yet you're trying to find out who you are and one of the greatest weaknesses I find uh, in those around me that have a tendency not to grow and have a tendency to be scattered is that we change lanes a lot. Uh, We change our careers a lot. We change our directions a lot. We change our focus a lot. We, We change our reading a lot and our habits a lot. And so you need to find out who you are and you need to stay in your own lane. You know, I've learned very early on that my lane was the gift of communication, but my gift was not the gift of education. And what I mean by that is academics. I don't have a good gift in academics. I'm probably not going to be a professor near you. That's okay. Uh, as long as I did, didn't feel that that altered me, And my reality that I somehow lack significance because that wasn't my lane, but I could high five my girlfriends or the men around me as they killed it in that lane, I could stay in my own lane and realize I was going to grow my communication gift. Or maybe I'm the mom in my life. I like to have a lot of fun with my kids. I like to build experiences for them and build connection in that way. I'm probably not going to be the mom who's going to be very structured. But my mom next door, well, she's very structured and they have charts and sticker programs and they go to the library every week and check out their books. And you know what? That's her lane. I want her to kill it in her lane. And the moment she leans over and tries to change lanes and get in my lane is the moment she's going to slow down. She's either going to wreck 
or she's going to feel that she's somehow not doing it well. And so my question to you is, where's your lane? And are you staying in your own lane? Are you trying to change lanes? Are you trying to pass cars? Are you, are you constantly pulling over? Or are you just learning to stay in your lane, keep it at a steady pace, and continuing to go? Oftentimes when people bring things to me, even this week, I was brought into a meeting that I'm going to go teach at, and someone asked me to teach on pastoral uh, counseling skills. And I sent them back a message and said, you know, pastoring is not my strongest gift. I can teach them about authenticity. I can teach them about leading out of their heart. I can teach them about being uh, owning their own story. But counseling gifts are the counseling gift is not my greatest strength, and I have to stay in my own lane. So if that's what you're looking for, I may not be the girl for you. She graciously responded and said, no, we want you to bring you. It's being able to own yourself. It's being able to not be afraid that if someone says, that's not what we're looking for, to be okay with that, to say, that's okay. I need to grow in my gift so that I become the greatest voice in the area that God has called me to and not trying to be all things to all men. I hope that helps you stay in your lane, Keep going. You got a long highway ahead of you, and uh, I'm with you on this journey as well. Well, we're going to tune in to Radical Growth, and uh, I'll catch up with you at the end. Hi, I'm Havala Kennington, and this is 30 Days to Radical Growth. I'm so glad you're joining me. We're on week two, day eight, and today is called the soil. I hope you have your cup of coffee and your Bible and you're ready to hang out for a couple minutes and continue to go forward. Don't, you know, don't get distracted. If you miss a day, watch two. If you, uh, if a friend wants to join you, have them join. You know, I found so many times in my life, it's my ability to press delete and start again quickly is really what helps me. If I get stuck and I'm a perfectionist and I think, oh, I missed this and I didn't do this or I should journal this long or spend this much time, you're not going to do it. So just start with what you got start today, start fresh, and keep going forward. And I'm just confident we're going to get this. Some of you that have been in the Lord for a while, you may be thinking, this is great. This is a little basic. Do you know I've found, and I'm sure you know this as well, um, it's not so much the big things that we get wrong. It's really the small things. It's the things we think that aren't a big deal, like our heart, like our character, like our motive, can oftentimes be the very thing that hurts us. So if it is basic, remind yourself. Say, God, remind me of the basics. Keep it simple and keep growing. And I'm confident that God will build something in you. Um, If you have your Bible, turn to Luke chapter 15. Excuse me, Luke chapter 8, verse 15. Luke chapter 8. Luke is one of the... uh, Gospels. There are four Gospels in the New Testament, and each of them are a rendition, a story, uh, really a, a, an account of one of the disciples. And Luke was a disciple, and he is, was a doctor, and he gives a, an account of what Jesus said in one of the parables. And this is what he is saying in Luke chapter 8, verse 15. It says, But, a, but the seed in the good soil are those, are excuse me, but the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. You know, I think about this, 
you know, oftentimes as a new believer, I used to hear this and think, oh, it's the soil is the rocky soil are those that don't know the Lord and the, the soil, the firm soil are those that know the Lord, but the good soil are those that know the Lord. And if you think about it, if this is the word of God going into hearts, then really the soil has to do with each of each believer's heart. So depending on how you're doing in your life is depending on how the seed falls on your heart. So don't just say, oh, they don't know God. They know, I know God. I'm fine. I have a good heart. Not so much. Not so much. Sometimes in our different seasons of our lives, we have to be careful of how our heart is. And this says it's the honest and good heart is described as the good soil. I mean, can we just be honest? Isn't it hard sometimes to have a honest and good heart? I don't know about you, but um, I do not live in Disneyland and people are not always nice and I'm not always nice. And keeping my heart pure is is a reality. It's, it's work and it's effort. But the Bible says in Revelations, blessed are those who are not offended. And we've got to keep our heart from offense and keep it pure. I like to call it the HTT factor. Yes, I'm a dork, but I like to call it that because there are three things we need to have when it comes to a good heart. It says the good and honest heart is a heart that hears the word. So the H hears the word. And then uh, it trusts the author of the word, and then it also takes the word. So those are like the HTT that'll help you remember. You hear the word, you take it, and you trust the author of it, and you put it in immediately in that moment. Page 40, we're reading from, it says, the word of God um, that is planted in the hearing heart is also grows faith. Faith is fruit that comes from hearing the word of God. Listen, you can't have faith in your life if you don't start with a small seed and actually hear the word. So listen, faith is not, I believe it's, I'm heard something that from the, from God, whether it's the word, whether it's a message, whether it's worship, whatever you hear the word and you trust what it's saying over your life. And then you hold on to it and you don't let anyone take it from you and you believe it. Um, it's also talk, talked about in John chapter 16 about that as well, about holding on to that. And that it grows faith. Another scripture that's given more of a complete picture is in 1 Thessalonians 5, 21. I'm not going to turn there, but you can read it. But it says, but examine everything carefully and hold fast to that which is good. You know, if you want to be a believer that is a godly, God-fearing, God-loving believer, then listen, you're going to have to hold on to your faith. Like, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of things trying to get your faith, you to drop it or to get rid of it or to steal it from you. So you're going to have to be vigilant in your life to say, I'm going to hold on to what God's saying. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, I'm going to be a person that believes first. So hold on to that. Um, Faith is not only the only fruit that you grow, but you grow a whole bunch. And you can study in Galatians 5 all the fruit that you grow um, in your life because you've taken that one seed and you plant it. I mean, I think that's so cool that you don't have to worry that if you don't have a lot of patience, if you practice patience, you believe that God's going to give it to you, you practice one moment of patience, then the Bible says if you can grow patience. You can actually grow that in your life. It's not just something that some people have and you don't. Um, so what's your responsibility? Yesterday we found out that the seed is God's responsibility. Guess what's your responsibility? It's the soil. Yep. It's the truth. Your soil is your responsibility and how the word of God, the word of God is not broken. The word of God is not bad. It's a good seed. It depends on where it lands and that's your responsibility. And you know what? If you don't have faith to even receive the word, don't worry. The Bible says there was a man that said, God, then help my unbelief. Like, help me. So even if you're at a place where you don't even know if you can do it, just say, God, help my hard heart. Help my offended heart. But then you're going to have to be willing to actually do what he's asked you to do to soften your heart. 
Morning meditation, I want you to think about Psalms 119.11. You need to turn there today, please. I beg of you, turn to one Psalms 119 and read that passage. It says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That word hidden um, is a Greek word that comes... Um, the original meaning, excuse me, a Hebrew word that's an original meaning that means to store up treasure, which means you grab it and you put it in and you hide it and you store it up in your life. So my question to you and ask yourself, have I hidden God's word in my life? Your daytime dare is that you need to get that word in you and to store it up. And one way to simply do that is to memorize it. So I want you to memorize Psalms 1, 119. And I want you to, to take it. You can write it on a cue card. You can journal it. Uh, I always sometimes take my lipstick and write it up on my mirror. Guys, I don't recommend that. You know, whatever. Uh, but write it up on your on a mirror or whatever and look at it and memorize it and get it in your heart. And then your evening reflection is I want you to quote that scripture under your breath and say, God, hide this in my heart today. I want to honor you in all that I do. I bless you today. Again, your job is to watch your heart. So have God soften it. I, I pray for you. And I just want to pray for a minute. God, help whoever's watching. Help them to understand their heart not be afraid of what's in it. Help them to lean into you and believe you in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow. Well, my friends, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you like today's podcast, don't forget to leave me some stars and a review. I read each and every one. If you'd like to find me other places, you can check out my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope accounts. Also, you can look at HavilahCunnington.com for my resources, as well as my upcoming events. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.